Mon. Hey, Seb. How about a little cup of book tea? That sounds so good. As always, we're here to spill the tea on today's hottest books. I feel like I did that and my voice was like several octaves higher than usual. It, yeah, it was a little high, but that's okay. Yeah. Audience, viewers, listeners, I apologize. I'm a little gravelly because I'm getting over a cold. So you'll have to forgive me. It's going around. I had I the know. cold and then Blake had the cold. Well, actually, I think Luke had the cold. Lupin. Yeah, Lupin Luke, is Luke squeaking his toy. I don't want to say Luke was patient zero, but he was close. Yeah. You said he was sick and then I was at your house. I'm not saying I got it from him. I was at weddings and stuff too. Right. So there's highly likely I got it from weddings. Right. And I didn't even see Luke when I was there. So And I do feel that this happens every year at this time. Everybody's yeah. just kind of bleh. Are you kidding me, Lupin? <laughs> This isn't about you for once in your life. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, that's that on that. I'm sick. But I have to say regarding this time of year, there is nothing I love more than when it gets dark early. I love it. I really? Know, I know everybody hates it, but you're lying if you're going to tell me that it's all negative because as soon as it starts getting dark early, Christmas is upon us. Christmas is coming. Thanksgiving is coming, and if you love Halloween, Halloween is coming. <laughs> Movies, soup. I just, I cannot get enough of October, November, December. I will say I don't mind it getting dark earlier through Christmas, but after Christmas, it's so depressing. That's fine. Yeah. I get that. So it's like, for me, getting dark earlier just means it's like coming to the time where it's going to be depressing. That's such a nihilistic way to view that because it's not even November yet. Yeah, I know. The but, best times are ahead. But the time's about to change. Yeah, but whatever. I don't care. I love this. I've had several great soups so far, <laughs> and it's only the beginning of soup season. I do love soup season. And even when the holidays end, soup season will prevail. It will. So Soup season should never end. I don't care oh, that it's 100 degrees that. outside. That's but so true. And you could do like gazpacho. Gazpacho. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Even though I don't really like gazpacho. No. But. I, yeah, I had that in... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to share a study abroad story. That's so douchey. <laughs> oh, when I was in Spain. <laughs> so annoying. I had the best gazpacho. <laughs> it wasn't the best, but they gave it... My host mom gave it to me every day and I oh. would like gag. But then by the end of it, I was like, that's kind of freaking good. What was it? What kind? I don't know. Like tomato. Tomato. That's yeah. what I was thinking. That's... I just... I'd rather have hot tomato soup. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it was really hot was like there. Degrees, yeah. But... But I feel like if you're going to do gazpacho, it's got to be like watermelon, which sounds disgusting Ew. also, but it sounds better than cold tomato soup to me. It's like V8 juice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> or a Bloody Mary. Well, just give me some tequila and then I'll, yeah. and I'll go with it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are you reading? I am reading Under the Whispering Door what? by T.J. Klune, who is the author of The House by the Cerulean Sea. Oh. Yeah, it's his second novel, and I've seen mixed reviews for it. I've seen that it's worth reading even from the people who didn't love it, but I've also seen a lot of people who loved it, so okay. I'm interested. I'm like 100 pages in, and I like it so far. It's really different than The House by the Cerulean Sea, so I'm interested okay. to see where it goes. Yeah. 
That's then, cool. I haven't read The House by the Cerulean Sea yet. Yeah, so. I really like that. That's mm-hmm. a good one when you want something cozy. Yeah. And then um, I just finished listening to Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. And I got that on an audiobook from Libby. And I was like really interested because I've seen good reviews for it. And, but it's got like a three point seven, I think. So I didn't know like what it was going to be like. And I thought it was just going to be a straight up like romance novel. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was actually, like, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was, like, it's maybe a 3.5. But it wasn't full romance. There was, like, a lot of adventures some like, treasure hunting and, yeah. like, a lot of, like, twists and turns that I didn't expect to happen. Is this so, Love and Other Words author? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, a lot of people love them as a writing yes. team. So I was really interested to see how it was. And I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you can, if you get on the list on Libby... It's a decent one to listen to. Okay. Yeah. Is it long? Uh, It was 10 hours, I think. See, I think moving forward, I really have to <clears throat> cap my audiobooks because what did I just listen to? Remarkably Bright. bright oh, yeah. And it was really good, but it was so long. long and I just do not have the attention span yeah. for it. Um. But, like, when I listened to The Road Back to You, the Enneagram book. So short. It was it was short, and I felt like I was actually absorbing the mm-hmm. content. Same with Narnia. Okay, I get that. So, I think I, because we said last time we're going to be editing our goals for next year, and I think I'll probably do 75 books for 2023. And I don't do as many audiobooks anyway, but I think... I'll limit the genres that I do on audiobook and it would have to be under like nine hours, I think, for me to yeah, do. Yeah. That makes sense. Um then it would be a decent one to read. Like it was yeah. it was worth it. Um like I'm not I don't regret reading it. It's yeah. not my favorite book ever. But yeah. it was it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, I get that though. I feel like sometimes with the shorter audiobooks, I listen to audiobooks a lot. Like when I'm editing so I have like four hour chunks a day yeah. so like if it's really short I'm like running through them and then I don't have enough things to listen to so mm. sometimes I like having a longer book to listen yes. to like I just got educated on audiobook Ooh. so and that's 12 hours so I'm I know you just finished that it's 12 hours yeah that's it's so interesting to me the way that pans out because it's only it's three hundred and like thirty five pages. Yeah, that's not long. So I don't know why it ends up being twelve hours. It must be a slow narrator, so I have yeah. to speed it up, and then yeah. it won't be so long. Oh uh, well, yeah, I just wrapped up educated. That was an easy five stars. Uh, incredible book. Yeah, I'm excited to read that one. Yeah, that's been sitting on my cart for forever, and I just felt like I wasn't in the right headspace. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. Um. It was really good, like almost unput downable, which I would mm. never say that regarding like a memoir. Yeah. But it's like, it's crazy. Um, and it's so beautifully written that it's hard to believe that the author like never went to school, like oh. elementary, middle, high school. Wow. Um, <clears throat> so I loved it. And I, Finished Remarkably Bright Creatures, which was a solid four stars. I'm really glad I listened to it. Um, My only complaint was that it was a little bit slow at times. Yeah, I see that. But it was very, like, huggable. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't the ending so sweet, it though? It was really sweet. Ugh. I really liked it. I thought it was extremely clever and 
like sweet without being corny. Yes. I thought it was super well done. So I really enjoyed listening to it. However, it did help me to realize that I can't do long audio books yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, and then I just started When You Are Mine by uh, Michael something or other. Mm-hmm. I texted you this earlier this week. I discovered Facebook Marketplace yeah. for books. And I got a little excited about it and I like blacked out and I don't know how many I bought. I know I picked up I picked up the sanatorium. I paid like five dollars mm. for it and picked it up here in Raleigh somewhere. And there's several more being shipped to me. I literally don't remember how yeah. many. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna come in. Yeah, and you're be like, and oh my gosh. Like the last thing I need is more books on my cart. But now that I've met my goal, like I've read 102 books this year so far. Now that I've met it and I'm not trying to accomplish anything, I really just want to see how small I could make my shelf. Oh, yeah. Even though that would be the same thing. Like yeah. if I was trying to meet a goal. Um, But I'm feeling I, I'm like I have this internal competition right now where I'm trying to go through as many as I can before these books arrive on my doorstep <laughs> and, and book of the month is coming out yeah. again. And so I know I'm going to have more. So when you are mine is one that I bought from Quail Ridge, like mm-hmm. a local bookstore. I bought it so long ago. Um, and it's like, I don't know, maybe 320 pages. So I was like, I could finish this in a couple of days, I think. And it's pretty good so far. I mean, I'm only like 40 pages in, but uh, like it grabbed me immediately. Um, Is it a thriller? What is it? Yeah, it's a thriller. Main character has my maiden name, McCarthy. Cool. And uh, kind of like a crime thriller, which sometimes I like, sometimes I don't. Usually I like. Um, But yeah, so I've got I've got so many I'm excited to read Mm -hmm. and I'll need to our we're talking about our Twisted Sisters book today. But our next one is The Whisper Man. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to do that on my Kindle because I don't need to add anymore. I just got it. So I just ordered it. It comes in tomorrow. You did? Yeah. So I'll have the (laughs) physical book. But I've had I've bought every single one of our book club books for this year. I love that. And so I kind of like for the first year of our book club to have all of them. Like I kind of want to put them on the shelf together. I was thinking today just randomly, well, because I had an MRI and so I was alone with my thoughts yeah. for 25 <laughs> minutes, which is just hell. But I was like, what should we do for one year? Because in February is one year of yeah. Twisted Sisters. I think we should have like a birthday party. Yeah, that'd be but so like fun. But like a seven-year-old birthday party, like oh, with yeah. the hats. And for the, sure. I love it. And the, the, yeah, the uh, blow yes. things. Yes. And a birthday yeah. cake. Oh, I can write the Twisted Sisters in red icing like I did on the cookie cake but we can do it on a birthday cake yes I like that that's in like primary colors yeah Yeah, and we'll put one candle on it yes (laughs) oh I love that that'd be so cute wait did I tell you about the girl who was like don't do you host a book club to me no okay I went to pick up my kids from daycare last week they're in an in-home daycare in my neighborhood and um I was talking to the woman who takes care of my children and there's a new kid there and um his mom came in behind me and she's like do you she's like this is weird but do you host a book club and I was like yeah yeah and um she's like I'm in the group I just haven't been able to go and oh. I was like okay um and I was like who what's your name and um her name was like Mary I think but she was 
she moved to North Carolina recently, but it was so random. That's so funny. So funny. And she's like, um, I know that's so random, but I'm in the group and I just haven't had time to go yet. And I was like, take your time, but like we're excited to have yeah, you. <laughs> that's so funny. I also saw in the Raleigh Moms group, and this is may, might be, I don't know, somebody posted and was like does anybody know of any book clubs for like mystery thrillers <laughs> and I was gonna post mine but then like the sheer volume of women that yeah. were looking for it I was like we have we have so many people in our Facebook group already it's like 50 people no there's 62 oh my gosh <laughs> yeah we consistently have under 20 people in yeah, each book yeah. club though it's usually like 12 to 15 yeah which is really great yes I don't and I'd be fine with more, but if it were to be like more than twenty, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like a good balance of people that we've met just through the book mm-hmm. club, as well as people that we knew before yep. the book club. So totally. I don't want to rock the boat too much with like strangers. Yes, but <laughs> anybody is more than welcome to come <laughs> if you're listening to this yes. or whatever. But it was just funny to um, have that intro. So. We're talking about All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers, which was our October pick. If the name sounds familiar, she's the host with uh, Britt, what's her name? I don't know what her last name is. Yeah, who cares from Crime Junkies. Crime Junkie. Uh, Crime Junkie. Yeah. Why did I say Crime Junkies? Is it Crime Junkie? It's Crime Junkie. I think you said Crime Junkies because I think um, the dedication says for all my Crime Junkies. Oh, yeah. So that's that's probably why. an easy way to refer to the listeners. You got it in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited to talk about this. Before we dive into that. Yeah. I think we should do our gals who read. (laughs) uh post of the week remind us about <laughs> give us like a quick overview of this group and yeah I'll, if somebody's tuning in for the first so time. if you haven't heard before we are both in a facebook group called gals who read and this isn't a local group it's just like a national group that anyone can join and it gets wild in there <laughs> there are a lot of requests for the same book all the time which is very annoying and then there's a lot of requests for specific types of book depending on how the person requesting the book is feeling yeah. <laughs> so those are the really interesting ones we are heavily driven by our emotions yes in gals who read. oh yes so here are two posts from two different people who i think sums up <laughs> the facebook group So this is Liz, and she said, Okay, girlies, this may sound terrible, but I need book recommendations for a book that will destroy me. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. I know it's odd, but sometimes you just need to be emotionally messed up from a book. Upside down, smiley face. (laughs) Okay. Um, right. Right. Don't you? Totally. Want to be emotionally messed up? When I'm scrolling through book talk, and you know how dramatic people are, and they're like, well, first of all, the caption that drives me nuts is books that I would literally like crucify myself to be resurrected to read to read again for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yep. Holy crap. I know. But when people are like books that made me weep for months or something, yeah. I immediately scroll. I know. I'm like, it's I'm, not like a desirable. Outcome no, for I'm me, not interested but, in that. Um, okay, go ahead. So here's another post from Chelsea. The amount of posts I've seen of people asking for books that will make them cry uncontrollably and destroy them emotionally is concerning. Dot, dot, dot. Y'all okay? (laughs) And I think that's how Molly and I feel every time we see these posts. I know. I think I would 
They should like call the police for all these people. Yeah. And just do a quick welfare. I'm check. concerned. No, they're unwell. Yeah. And I can't really even gauge like the median age. I know. Sometimes it feels so young. It does. Like so young. But then I see people that are like going through divorce. This yeah. is what I need. I do think it's like all types of people for sure because I see people. Who are like, I need recommendations for books that aren't about teenagers. I'm way too old to be reading about teenagers, which like, same. Mm -hmm. But usually those people are older. And then there's also a bunch of young college kids, too. Yeah. Definitely a wide variety. It's wide. So for All Good People Here by Ashley Flowers, since Ashley Flowers is kind of a public figure, I am very intrigued by the one-star reviews. I've got two to share. The first is from Octavia, my best, best <laughs> friend, Octavia. Predictable, formulaic, and definitely creepy, weird John Bonet fan fiction. I didn't expect much from the queen of true crime plagiarism, but I somehow <laughs> thought the story would at least seem incentive alas i was disappointed literally go read any other thriller (laughs) and then joe said i have always loved crime junkie but ashley flowers has questionable ethics at best yes yeah this is like a whole thing in and of itself first the plagiarism scandal then she stole the idea of the deck from dealing justice which is um another one of her podcasts in either case all she had to do was acknowledge what happened still i gave this book a try because if there's one thing ashley flowers knows it's entertainment and true crime let me just say i can't believe someone agreed to publish this the story is okay the writing isn't bad (laughs) on its own it's a decent story but is no one going to mention the elephant in the room this is literally the john benet's story with a few minor details altered and changed yep Ashley Flowers did interviews saying the story has lived in my head forever. Um, Yeah, I'm sure it has because it's the story we all know already. (laughs) If she wants to do a fanfic type story or use the storyline and premise from a real life murder, at least mention it. She acts like it's a wholly original story. No, this was my last draw. I'm honestly alarmed they published it. And that is a good point. It, I yeah. thought I never looked at her commenting on anything about it. I only read the book, but I would have thought she would have somewhere said Same. this is about John Bennett. I know. I thought for sure, like the fact that she's claiming that this is like an original story yeah. is ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> like insane. Literally, I was 50 pages in and I'm like this is John Bennett. Like yeah. 100%. Yeah. It was scarily similar. Yes. And even with, like, minor details that you don't know unless you've really, like, gone down the JonBenet rabbit hole, like, Chrissy, who is January's mom, dies before the father does, like, by a large margin, which is... Exactly what happened. JonBenet's mom died way before, and um, all the suspicion about the brother being guilty. Same thing. Same thing. Um, Talks about a local serial killer. Same Same thing. Like, it's... It takes all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It wasn't even creative in the ways that she reimagined the details. So I guess that is like super annoying. Yeah. I thought it was just inspired by it. And in that vein, you'd be like, okay, that's cool. But if she's claiming original content. This has been in my head forever. Like, yeah, since you heard about jumping in, probably. It's been in all of our heads forever. That's all we think about. It's so funny. Well, do you want to do your 
summary since I already kind of started. Yeah, sure. Um, I have not thought about this yeah. since I finished the book and since our book club last week. So uh, bear with me. You got it. <laughs> okay. You did 109 last time. Yeah, there's no way I'm beating that. <laughs> Okay. This is the first time you haven't been <laughs> no, I'm, confident. Well, this I feel like it, this story is very convoluted, too. Like, there's a lot of, like, different yes. loops and Unless stuff. you know John Bonet, then yes. it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, and if you're interested in true crime and you don't know about John Bonet, you should go check that out. There's one million podcasts about oh, yeah, it. yeah, it's an incredible... And it's fascinating. Yeah, it's a tragedy, but it's so fascinating. Okay, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Set, go. Okay, so our story starts off with Margot who is a journalist, and she was best friends with January Jacobs when they were little kids. And January is the little girl who has been murdered. And this is like the infamous murder in their town. And everyone loved January. She was a dancer. She was six years old. And she was like an amazing dancer, was going to be really famous. And she like dressed up in all these costumes for dancing and looked a lot older than she was because she was six. And so she gets murdered and everyone's speculating that it was someone outside of town who came in and was just like obsessed with her and murdered her because he was a creep. And so her mom, Chrissy, and her dad, Billy, are like under suspicion. And so is her brother, Jace, even though he's her twin and he's only six as well. So the book goes back and forth between Chrissy's POV from when January died and then to Margot's POV, which is modern day. And so Margot goes home to live with Luke, who is her uncle, and he has early onset dementia. And so she's living with him to keep him company. But she also starts investigating January's murder because it's been close to home for her since she was a little kid. And there is a new little girl in town who has been murdered as well. Not murdered. She's missing. But later on, she's murdered. <laughs> we find out. So she starts investigating this and she gets fired. So she puts all her eggs in one basket and tries to solve this murder so that she can get her job back. And she does some digging and finds this guy, Wallace, who is really obsessed with a lot of girls in the town. And he goes to January's dance recitals. And she has invested him, investigated him for another little girl murder back during her old job. So they start investigating Wallace and they find a storage unit that he has in their, like outside of their town. And they, she breaks into the storage unit and finds the, all these little mementos from little girls that he's been stalking. And it includes January the other girl that she investigated and this new girl that had been murdered. And so also during this time, Margot gets in contact with Jody, who is Chrissy's best friend from when Chrissy was alive. And Jody was actually her girlfriend. They were in a romantic relationship. And so she tells her about like the ins and outs that she didn't know about Chrissy. And then she thought Margot also finds out that Dave is the real father of January and Jace. And Dave is actually her uncle Luke. So she starts to suspect that it's him who killed January. But then she figures out that it's Wallace and they prosecute Wallace and he is arrested. And then Margot goes and tells Billy, who was January's dad, that they've arrested Wallace. And like, now you can rest easy. And then she finds out that it was actually Billy who has killed January all this time and also killed Chrissy. And that's it. That was really long. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. How What was it? It was 
three minutes and oh 24 seconds. <laughs> three minutes. That's so long. That was, okay. I, I feel like I left out so well, many things too. You, you didn't write it out this time, so that's no. fine. Um, yeah. And as you were talking, I was like, yeah, that is a lot of things to try to just quickly summarize. I didn't even like hit on everything either. There were so many characters in this book and yeah. so many different like plot twists. Cause she was really trying to like fake you out. But like, I feel like I didn't guess the ending part about Billy, but I mean, I kind of guessed that he was involved, but I didn't guess that he was going to like take Margot. That's something I didn't even say. So at the end, when she finds out that Billy is actually the one who killed Chrissy and January, it ends like with her being dragged into the basement. And so we don't know if she lives or dies. Yeah. And yeah. That was one part I really liked, which I know a lot of people don't like, but I like that it was, it just kind of fell off and you have no idea if she survived. I'm led to believe that she does not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that she definitely doesn't because, you know, how would she? But I also thought she was kind of, that Ashley Flowers was kind of leaving the door open for a second novel, which would be really annoying. But now I'm feeling like after reading these reviews, I'm feeling like, does she just have no creativity? Yeah. And that really sucks. I know. And she's got like four podcasts. I know. But they're all retellings, which is fine. But I guess she has such a boldness to not be bothered by not crediting her sources. That's so crazy to me. That was, if you don't know about Ashley Flowers and Crime Junkie, like, when she first started her podcast, she never credited any of her sources and basically just like plagiarized a bunch of different articles and podcasts. So she like got in trouble about that because people were like, what are you doing? You didn't give anyone credit. And she was also just like retelling other people's podcasts. And she does have a podcast where she tells stories that she's quote unquote written yeah. about like they're like scary stories like ghost stories almost so maybe she thought she was really good at that so she should write a book yeah <laughs> maybe but I listened to a few of them and they're really like cheesy yeah yeah well I mean that checks out yeah mm-hmm. it tracks it's just bold I don't know to if you you have a true crime podcast there is no story bigger than John Bonet in the true crime yeah. world maybe Lizzie Borden but not even that I don't think and so then to rip off the entire murder as if nobody's <laughs> I know when like the people who are most inclined to buy the book and support are you absolutely gonna know know everything yeah um and I've heard Ashley Flowers say that she doesn't think the brother did it for John Bonet because that's kind of what most people think. It's what I think. It's what most. And that's think. what they were leading you to think in the yes. book as well that her twin brother like accidentally killed her and yeah. that the parents covered it up, which is just what a lot of people think. For John Bonet, I think the same thing. Yeah, which so I as I was reading it, I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, hey, Ashley Flowers, stop! Like as she was trying to, yeah, as she was building that case, I'm like, no, don't even because it was the same thing where Jace was only ever in the one interview. Same with um, yep. Burke Ramsey, John Bonet's brother. It was literally like, yeah, but it exactly was, it was the in the basement mm-hmm. with the shattered window. So, and like the there writing, was a note of sorts, right? The they wrote on, on the, the wall, wall, which 
they said the mom wrote mm-hmm. on the wall. Everybody thinks the mom wrote the wrote, ransom yep, note. Exactly. It's just, it's too much. And then at the end, everything was so convenient. Everything that kept oh, cropping yeah. up was just one convenient yep. thing after another. And you can do like one of those in a thriller. Yeah. Um, but back to back to back is a little tricky. I did give it, for me, it was like 3.5 stars. I rounded up on good Goodreads because... I there were parts where I was actually kind of like creeped out and I liked that and I did like the uncertain ending and I love the John Bonet story. <laughs> but I think I gave it that rating assuming that she was acknowledging that. I know. So if she's I feel not you have ag- to take off half a star for that. I know. So if she's not acknowledging yeah. it, then I don't know <laughs> what to do because you literally used somebody else's tragedy yeah. for your own and didn't acknowledge that you like like, if she had said, this has been a case I've always been fascinated with, mm-hmm. this inspired this book, then yeah. I'd be like, okay, fine. Yes. Fine. Yeah. But if to not acknowledge that, crazy. <laughs> I gave it three stars. Yeah. Um, Because my biggest complaint, and I told you this, like, from the bat, that it felt like a Scooby-Doo episode, like, that everything was so convenient. It was yes. like... And then this happened and then this happened. It was just like everything was explained so conveniently and very unrealistically. Yeah. That I was just like, this is, are you kidding me? I did think the ending was better than I thought it was leading up to be because it had that twist in it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't like an, an open ending, so <laughs> I didn't like that. I don't know what happened to her, but yeah, I did think that was a good twist. I think having... It the the um one of those little conveniences, like the major one that frustrated me, was that this Wallace guy, the serial killer, was tracking January. Yeah, right. That was just too. That's. I was really confused. I was like, wait a minute, didn't he have to do it if he had pictures of her and stuff? Right. I was like, that's so. That's way too convenient. Yeah. But the serial killer. Who murdered the the little girl in current day that was murdered, and this old one that she was also working on, like three years ago, and then also he was tracking January. I was like, mm, that no, that's way too convenient. Yeah, and um, Margot was kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like she thinks she is Margot. I feel like Ashley Flowers is like oh, Margo. for sure. Literally, when well, they do commercials for the Crime Stoppers of Indiana all the time on Crime Junkie, uh-huh. and she specifically notes that Margot like left called in a tip or something to Crime Crime Stoppers or oh my yeah, gosh. like something like that. And I was like, oh, nice. Well, I said um, when I first started reading it, the grammar was like unbearable. I could not believe it was published based on the fact that. Nobody even gave this a cursory glance to make sure the writing yeah. was okay. It was the most, it was the worst writing I've ever seen in a book ever. It felt like she was doing that thing that we all did in high school where she would like right click synonyms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because none of her words even made sense. No. They weren't describing like what she meant. So I really do. I, as we've talked about it, as I read the one star reviews, it's really, I never really like loved Ashley Flowers, but I'm kind of like, are you just like a bottom feeder? Yeah. Do you just use other people's tragedies to profit and try to look like something that you're not? Yeah. Um, I've never, like I, when I started listening to a crime podcast, 
crime junkie was in there, but I didn't last very long because it's just like unbearable. I know. And I would listen because I, you love my favorite murder. I know. I couldn't do my favorite murder because I'm, when I'm doing true crime, I need to just hear the true crime. And so with Crime Junkie, they did that, and I could tolerate all of Brit's stupid, like... Yeah. So annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> scripted comments. And even Ashley Flowers was super annoying, obviously. Like, Kyle hates when I listen to Crime Junkie. I don't really anymore. But now that I know all this stuff, I'm like, that's just so crappy. It is. And, it's, and people, like, love her, too. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, I love My Favorite Murder. I like that it's, like... It's like a combo of podcasts because it's like you get the murder in the second half, but in the first half, it's like a chat with your friends podcast, basically. Yeah. And Karen is a comedian, so she's hilarious. Yeah. And Georgia, it's been really cool watching her evolve over the years because starting off, she wasn't very funny. Like she was funny, but it was more like punny and just like low hanging fruit. Yeah. But she's gotten really funny over the years. So that's been cool. That growth. Yeah. It's, I really like that podcast. Yeah, I know you do. I should probably give it another try. But oh, I I think it's very clear when you read this book and when you listen to Crime Junkie that Ashley Flowers has a really dogmatic view about like what things are right and what things are oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. And she does not like Christians. No. <laughs> and um, like that's cool. Cool, I guess. But, but it's it like felt, a, it's so aggressive. It was just it was adding like a lot of unnecessary and also like a really loose understanding of what the entire sect of people believe. Like it wasn't correct. So to like dog on it, but to dog on it incorrectly, was just kind of like icky feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And people dog on it all the time and it never feels great, but this just felt kind of like chuggy, like a chuggy way to dog on it. And I'm like, okay, you didn't have to do that. Like no one... Uh, was forcing you to do that so no it, it was an unnecessary like part that she added in just to like hate on christians <laughs> i know and i'm like cool like it had nothing to do with the storyline would you do this with any other religion yeah. probably not i'm pretty sure they like grew up in the church i think they did i think they went to like a christian school or something and like both of them because it's how they know each other from like school yeah i don't know but yeah and, and they're mad it's and, very aggressive yeah something for that i feel sorry for that yes i don't sorry for whoever hurt you yes but, um it did give you some really like cliched and kind of inaccurate views <laughs> on the, the whole sect if you'd ever like to have a conversation ashley flowers and you want to hate on them in a more correct way i can give you some content so that you can do that um Okay, you gave it three stars. I said three 3.5, star. but yep. I think I'm going to change it to three. I, I read want... it I read it pretty quickly, uh-huh. so I like, can't say that it was like, you know, the worst book I've ever read. I think I just have such a major issue with the author now. I know. And I don't know how she could write more books. I know. I hope she doesn't. Because I hope she's, she's... going to try to plagiarize someone else's tragedy, yes. but she already, she started with John Bonet. So, so what are you going like, to do yeah. next? Ted Bundy, probably. Yo, probably. Golden State Killer. Yeah, I hope she doesn't write any more books. I think she she will. she tried and it didn't work. She's probably only going to see the five star reviews and be like, "Oh, I'm such a good author. I need to write more books. Everyone loves me." She's kind of icky. Yeah, and Not Brit is like super sick right now. Yeah, very sick in in multiple different ways. That's just dark. I know. 
And like the whole thing from the beginning has been like in Crime Junkie, she tells Brit the stories of the murders and then Brit like reacts to them, which is an interesting way to do a podcast. But like now she just like is going on without Brit. And she's just like, yeah, Brit didn't matter from the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, okay. this was bound to happen so yeah well also like even from the beginning she had multiple episodes where it was just her telling the stories and she'd be like Mm -hmm. yeah Brit's not here (laughs) and we're like who so why is she in it in the first place I know it was so bizarre yeah not a fan we're not crime junkies not anymore I used to be but never for them it was purely for the crime yeah and so I never understood the plagiarism thing because I'm like isn't any retelling of a of a like an actual event yeah plagiarism but i i didn't realize she was how much she was mirroring oh, other yeah. people's retelling well because all anyone that does a true crime podcast does tons of research on it to get all of the facts and all of the different yeah. point of views and stuff to tell the story of it and oh, so yeah, you're right. like you're using other people's articles you're listening to other people's podcasts of all those compilations yes. yeah yes, and so in my favorite yeah. murder like they start off the story like i'm going to tell this story here's all the sources i used and they verbally say them all and they also list them all like online too mm. and she never did that Ugh. yeah it's very icky yeah so we have two books for you for our next two episodes yes our next twisted sisters episode will be about the whisper man the whisper man by alex north mm-hmm. it's a skeleton hand on the cover i'm hoping it's creepy i think i think it should be yeah that's what i hope as well i think it's supposed to be i've seen on those list of like of like really creepy books on yeah TikTok. i'd like to be creeped yeah i think that'd be nice mm-hmm. not terrified but no just a little spooked yeah um seb what what book are we gonna do next our next book is gonna be you may or may not have heard of it you probably have never heard of this one it's it ends with us by colleen hoover let me say something okay i don't hate colleen hoover so let me be crystal clear okay i've only read three books two out of three i liked one i quite enjoyed the other was three stars layla Yep. And Reminders of Him was trash. Colleen Hoover has had more, like, combined success yeah. than, like, any author ever. It's insane. She's unbelievable. And she has had more success than any one person could ever hope to have in their field of interest. Anything I say about Colleen Hoover literally doesn't matter. Like, she <laughs> could... Nothing I say matters. She is doing her thing, and I love that for her. And she's never going to listen to this tiny yeah, little who podcast. Cares? <laughs> she's crushing it. I'm still going to be honest, though. Yes. Okay? Going to be very honest. So don't, like, freak out if I say things like, Colleen is for people who... Uh, who don't read. <laughs> <laughs> because when I say that, you think I'm over here reading, like, The Odyssey? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this girl that I know posted a list and she was like, does anyone have any of these books? And they were all like super, either like super Christian books or like super scholarly scholarly books. And I was like, I've never even heard of any of these. And I sent it to Molly and I was like, well, I guess we're not serious readers. And I'm not. I don't claim to be. I just no. read a lot. For fun. Books. Yeah. But I do believe that Colleen Hoover is an intro yep. to like whatever you want to do. I mean, I they're know. they're very easy to read, 
And if you don't read a lot, you're going to think they're good books because yes. it's an easy story to read. But if you read a lot and you really dive into the actual story and the actual like motives behind these characters, it's just like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. But Colleen Hoover could take a dump and have it published <laughs> and it would sell millions and millions. millions of copies. And it literally wouldn't matter if yeah. I was like, y'all, this is literally crap. Like not I'm like, this is literally Not figuratively, crap. <laughs> literally. It wouldn't matter what I said because she's like, so. Yeah. So Still like, sell it. so don't take it personally, you know, just like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but since it starts with us just came out, it's about high time I read it. Seb read it a yeah. while ago. She's going to reread it. I'm going to read It Ends With Us for the first time. Yeah. I cannot wait to hear what you think about it because I, when I read it for the first time, I was like, why does everyone love this book? I do not like it. And that, that was my first coho too. And, or maybe, I think it was second. It was my first like not thriller-y coho because mm -hmm. I read Layla first. But I read It Ends With Us and I was like, I do not like this book. Why do people like this? And so I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about yeah. it. And uh, interested to hear what others of you who have read It Ends With Us have to say. Yeah. I honestly think it's... It, I don't go into it thinking I'm going to hate it at all. Yeah. I think it's going to be a three star for me. No, that's if I were to guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's what I gave it to begin with when yeah. I read it the first time. So I'm, I'm interested to reread it and see what I think this time around. But I was just like, I don't understand the hype. <laughs> like, why does everyone love this book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I, do think I do predict it's going to be a quick read, which I love. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Colleen Hoover. Yes. And um, again, don't be mad at me. Because <laughs> Colleen. We are not liable. Colleen Hoover could wipe the floor with me and wouldn't even think twice about it. Yep. I'm aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll be our next episode. Followed by The Whisper Man. Yep. Followed by something TBD. else. Not Thriller. Yep. Unfortunately, wah wah. Wah wah wah. Which stinks because I, oh, we will do that one that's part of Reese's book club because I picked it for yep. what, December? December, yeah. So, so yeah. Wrong. Well, I think we'll pretty much do every other episode will be a thriller because yeah. of our book club. Good balance. Yeah. Because so. we'll do, we'll do It Ends With Us and then we'll do The Whisper Man yep. and then we'll do a Something whatever else. we choose and then we'll do Wrong Place, Wrong Time yes. by Jillian. Or Gillian. Or Gillian. Who Mc knows? McAllister. McAllister. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but she also spells it with a G. Spooky. Well, and we have so much to work on. Like, we have Bachelor in Paradise. I think uh, Love is Blind starts tomorrow, the next season. Um, And then Hallmark movies start on Hallmark. Friday. Hallmark Christmas movies, I should say. So... We're busy. I was at the Hallmark store yesterday. Why? Because I was just like near one. And I was like, I want to go in here. <laughs> I used to go in the one in Briar Creek all the time because they had a post yeah, office. Yeah. So I'd go in there to use the post office and I'd look around all the time. So I got my hair cut yesterday and there was a Hallmark. And so I went in and they had this giant blanket that says, this is my Hallmark movie watching blanket. Yes. And I almost bought it, but it was like $75. Oh, okay. But it was so cute. And I was like, we need that. Well, my t-shirt is at the top of my t-shirt drawer. Yes. This I need, is my Hallmark Christmas I need to get mine watching t-shirt. I love that it's shirt. It's very soft. It's very soft. And I want to wear it all year, but yes. 
we I should hesitate. break it out for Friday. Yeah, that'd be good. This is a really important time of year for me, and it's important to start in October so that oh. it can last as long as possible. Absolutely. If you wait till December to watch Hallmark Christmas movies, it's too late. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Way too late. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I should get the app again. <laughs> they used to, like, when Molly and I first started watching them together, when she moved back from Arizona, I think they started November, like, the first week of November, and they've slowly moved back yeah, every have. year. <laughs> so they come out earlier and earlier. I love it. Yeah. And the, the like, one of the first times they came out in October, we ordered a jack-o'-lantern pizza and watched Hallmark movies. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. That was cute of us to <laughs> right? do. I think Candace Cameron Bure started her own network or something. She's oh, not really? doing Hallmark anymore. She's doing her own network. Oh, no. That's so sad. It's sad, but it also might mean double More? the work. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I wonder where she's where she is now. I know. I need to look. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. I need to see where she... And then, of course, there's, like, the new Netflix Christmas movies every year. So we got to watch those, too. Those are iffy, though. Yeah, I know. The Lindsay Lohan one, though, looks pretty good. (laughs) By pretty good, I mean pretty bad. I know. (laughs) But that's that's the good thing. That is the good thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time, everybody. (laughs) And And that's that's the tea. tea.